Welcome everyone to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. I'm your host, Isaac, and on this podcast, we aim to help you become the hero of your own story and live life on your terms. Thank you for tuning in today, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Thank you all for joining me once again today. And today will be a Just the Facts episode where, again, we give you as much value as possible in as little time as possible. Today's topic is going to be what actually takes place during a recession. Now, recession definitions have changed over the years. And a lot of times the government's the one that changes them. So that way, if there is a recession, we kind of skirt the official declaration of a recession which is something similar to what's happening now. So the basic overview of what happens during a recession is that the economy struggles, people lose their jobs, companies make fewer sales, and the country's overall economic output declines. So again, the point where the economy actually falls into a recession depends on several factors. So we're going to talk about a few rules of thumb that have been used to declare a recession. The most popular was two consecutive quarters of declining um, GDP, which is gross domestic product. Um, So usually a healthy economy expands over time. So two contracting outputs suggest that there's several underlying problems hinting at a recession. Um, And that's really the definition of a recession that's become the standard for most of the part. Um, And so let's look at one other um, definition, which is the National Bureau of Economic Research. And they've defined it as a significant decline in economy, economic activity spread across the economy lasting more than a few months, normally visible in real GDP, real income, employment, industrial production, and wholesale retail sales. So again, that's some of the things that have been you know, defined as a recession. And that's also one of the strange things about our current so quote-unquote recession is that while GDP has declined, unemployment has still remained significantly low, actually adding jobs um, over, um, I think a little over half a million in July, which isn't the typical pattern. And there's some companies that have reported higher earnings, while some others have lost a lot. That's my episode on the haircut of fintechs and how much money has been lost in their internal valuations. So when we talk about what actually takes place during a recession, a lot of times people don't actually see what really happens. It's only the people that get their jobs laid off first, maybe because clearly you lose a job that makes sense in your life and you see what happens. And then sometimes if there's a widespread panic or there's a, there's a, I guess, a disbelief in the American economic system rebounding back and our system coming back to what it was, there can be a consumer panic, which again can lead to panic spending, which can lead to a shortage of supplies, like we saw in the pandemic with toilet paper, paper towels, and face masks. A lot of stuff, what's in demand can be skyrocketed and supplies not able to meet solid demand. Um, So really when the economy struggles, right, we have companies that lose a lot of money. We have business models that weren't tested get tested. Because like I've said before, a company isn't tested when times are good. They're tested when times are bad. So the companies that go down during recessions were the companies that weren't built to withstand recessions. The companies that are built to withstand recessions, that have time-tested models and have good leadership and good teams will actually grow more during recessions. For example, March 2020, the pandemic, Amazon grew significantly, as did Apple and a few other companies 
because they positioned themselves to take advantage of the opportunity of what the recession brought. So what actually happens is the weak get weeded out and the strong only get stronger. So a lot of times the differences can be even more monumental. And another thing that was different with this recession too is that this recession's almost been staggered. A lot of this isn't a recession that just came out of the blue. A lot of this is the fallout of what actually happened during the pandemic, of the inflation that actually happened. It's been here the whole time, but because the news and the government and what was pushed out by institutional companies and hedge funds and corporate was the idea that we were okay, that the inflation wasn't bad when in fact it's been around ever since the pandemic started. What we did was continue to act as if things were normal, which hid the fact that they weren't. And what the truth about recessions are is that the people either make them seem better or they make it seem worse. If there's widespread panic and uncertainty, it reflects in every single area of our economy. But if people have faith, sometimes we create bubbles that don't actually exist. Something that happened in to 2008 with the housing bubble and the crisis of what happened then is that we made it believe that everyone could have a house. And people really bought into that. People had $600,000 homes and they made 40 grand a year. So logically, that makes no sense. But the consumers and the real estate investors all believed it to be true. And so we built a system on a whole lot of nothing, which again happened with a lot of cryptocurrencies. And what happens is when they were tested, when things actually started going bad, the entire bubble collapsed because it had nothing backing it to stay where it was. So what takes place over during a recession, yeah, sure, it's defined by the economy and declining GDP and a constricting economy. But it's also defined by what the people make it seem. It makes it defined by the panic and uncertainty that exists. And another thing too is that usually during a recession, inflation is also getting corrected, which is why we're in a recession because the Fed is lowering or it's raising interest rates, which lowers inflations because people take out less money. So again, recessions are a necessary part of the economy and trying to push them away doesn't kind of negates the job that they do, which is bring the inflation down to where it's supposed to be. And the Fed's never really been able to lower inflation without creating a recession. But it's a necessary part of kind of getting rid of the excess and the bloated parts of our economy. And so what really takes place is the jobs that are stable and companies that are growing that have the room capital to grow, they stay the same. And the companies that were with untested business models that were overspending in a lot of areas are now having to lay off a lot of people. Coinbase, crypto exchange platform, lost a lot of employees because of layoff. Better, a mortgage platform that's basically online, laid off a lot of people. Companies, a lot of fintechs especially, and tech companies as well, this is when they start laying off people, right? They're cutting out the bottom 10% of their staff. And what this does is it allows them to refocus on their core since they were so bloated to begin with, but never really were held accountable because the economy was growing. Because these companies can get more money when the economy is growing. They can get venture capital debt. They can raise money. They can raise equity. But the truth is, is that when that goes away, when the economy goes bad and it goes down, that money disappears. They don't get access to that money anymore. And so now they're forced to 
cut off the excess, as I said. They're forced to go back to the core business, which means a lot of layoffs. And again, that's what's different about this recession is that we're not seeing those layoffs because, again, this is a staggered event of what's happened in the past. But another thing, too, is that what happened with this recession in particular at, in 2020 was the grand resignation. We saw a lot of people leaving corporate America, and we saw a lot of people leaving their jobs. And for the first time in a while, a lot of people were in positions to get higher wages, but the inflation's kicked in, and now even those higher wages don't reflect the increase that we've seen in the cost of goods, products, and what the companies are now able to bring in because they've raised prices. But again, if you are prepared, if you have emergency funds, and if you have a stable job or opportunities to get different jobs, you are in a position to weather a recession. And you as well, if you have cash stored, if you have capital ready to be used, you now also have the biggest buying opportunity that you won't see for the next 5, 10, 15 years. Because we're about to go into another inflection point where we go back into growth, back into a growing economy. And you won't have a buying opportunity like this until the next recession, where all the stocks head down, where the companies that aren't good go out, and when the companies that are really good go even higher. That's going to do it for me today. I hope you all enjoyed. Gentlemen, as always, chase greatness, chase excellence, and chase the you from tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode on the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. Reach out to us at www.thegentlemansatlas.com and tell us what you'd like to see next. Your support is greatly appreciated and see you in the next episode.